Welcome everyone to the Wabir Torah. Mike and Abraham, today's year is Daf Chaf Vav, which is the beginning of Perek HaMinyach. We are Daf Chaf He Amubet, and we will, Bezat Hashem, get there. Okay. Sorry. End of Chavav. We're in Chavav. Where, where are we exactly? End of Chavav, Amud Bet. Okay. So Hakir. let's start here. What? Hakir. Hakir? Yeah, I remember that. Okay, hold on. We <coughs> did the Mishnah, Chavav, Amud Bet. Mishnah, Chavav, Amud Bet. Okay, Hikir Ba, Shikha, Amad, Vinafla. Nothing going on yet. Want to make sure it's on? Switch to the heat. That was uncool. Okay. So we're talking about a case where a guy put a rock on a sleeping guy. Okay. So Mike is sleeping, uh, and uh, Ralph decides to make, play a joke on him, put some rocks on, on Mike's chest. Mike, of course, doesn't even feel a rock. Gets up, the rock falls off, and it breaks uh, the rabbi's glass. Halacha is that. Mike is patur. But today, we said, what happens if Mike realized it was there, right? And Mike realized, then he fell back asleep again. Now, since Mike one time knew that the rock was there, Mike is going to be chayav when he wakes up. If it, that's regarding damage. What about Abad Vanim? What if it fell off and it broke someone's arm? Does he have to pay for the pain? Does he have to pay for the doctor bills? There he's patur, because over there, pain and doctor bills, you only pay for pain and doctor bills when you intend it. And here, since Mike, at the time he woke up, didn't intend it, he's patur. Galut, if Mike killed somebody with the, with the, by accident, by killing, does he have to go to Galut? Chayav, yechayav, da'amakam b'shkaga, says b'shkaga, mechalad ha'valayidi'ah, v'ha'valayidi'ah. As long as you one time knew that the rock was on your chest, you will go to Galut if you kill somebody with it. In Yan Shabbat, uh, you're patur over here because you didn't know it was there at the time when you did it. Then you Evid. What about regarding an Evid? Let's say with the thing you uh, knocked out the eye with the rock on your thing on your Mike's chest. We knock out the eye of a slave. It's a book that it's between whether you have to do it on purpose or not. Why are you patur Rabbi? Because you always need Melechem Achshevet. In Shabbat, you have to know what you're doing. He said he once knew that he was on his chest, no? But he doesn't know it now. You have to know it at the time. That's why when you lean on the on the light switch, you don't bring a carbon. Right? Because you didn't realize it. It's different than you forgot it was Shabbat or you forgot it's Asur. Here, you don't even know what you're doing. That's Melechem Achshevet. You know what you're doing because you left it on your chest, though. So the, all the other the, ones you, are you used to know what you're doing. But now... So why are the other ones chayav? You can say the same thing with the other ones. Which ones? The first three cases that we said. Uh, if, if, if and, uh, each one has its different set of laws. We're going to go through all the different laws for a lot of different cases now. Each one has its own set of laws of what, what, and requirements. Now we have a new case. What happened if I had a rock? I was throwing my rock, but I didn't want to kill anyone. I wanted to throw it two feet, and it went four feet. So I, I, I in this case... I un- I overthrew. Okay, I attended two and I threw four. The zikim when it comes to damage, you always chayav. 
Then the Arba Devanim, you patur, because you didn't want it to go for So if I hit the guy's arm, I broke it, I don't have to pay for the doctor bills because I didn't want it to go for Then the Anshabbat, Melechem HaShavit, you patur, because you need it to be that you know what you're doing, and here you don't know what you're doing. Then Galut, if you killed somebody, this actual pasuk, which comes to specifically exclude a case of a guy overthrowing. Then Evid, regarding an Evid, if you knock down the eye, pull to the strike around the same machlok of Shemuel, whether you have to be on purpose or not. New case. Here's an under, here's an, uh, a double overthrown case. Okay? If you wanted to throw four, and you threw eight, Yan Zikin, Yechayav. Yan Arbadvarim, Patur. Yan Shabbat, when it comes to Shabbat, since you threw four and what? Right? So now the rule is if you throw something four more on Shabbat, you should be chayaf. But here, the guy meant to throw four and he threw eight. So, in the last case, you weren't meant to throw two for sure, your patur. Because you never meant to make a malacha. Here, you meant to throw four and you threw eight. Your four was already robbed, but you just did more than that. But if, if the guy says wherever it lands, it's fine, you chayaf. But if you don't have in mind, but rather you want to land specifically in the fourth in the four more, then you can be patur. It's coming to exclude that case, and therefore you are not going to get galut. regarding a slave, is the same However, case. If I chucked uh, Mike's radio from the top of the Empire State Building, right? And it's on its way down. It's still playing, you know, Mike's favorite song, Vihishamda, as it's coming down, coming down the thing. And a guy's tired of the noise, takes swings his bat, he's got his jersey on, right? Mike's got his bat, and he whacks it, right? As it's on its way down. As it's on its way down, Vivakel Patur. The guy with the bat is Patur. What do you mean? You're the one who broke it. Yeah, but I broke it while it was already broken. Because uh, since it's all the way down, it's in the process of being chopped off a roof. It was broken on its way up. Right, my time, huh? you. I broke a broken Kelly. As is, even though it's playing music, it's broken. Amar Abarabas says, "Kli zarak Kelly miroshagav." If I threw a Kelly from the top of the roof, if I had tachtav Kelly mitzutot, let's say there was mattresses under the radio as it's coming down. And in comes uh, Ralph and he says, Ah, oh, it's time for my nap. And he pulls the, the, the mattresses and takes a little nap on it. And now the radio hits the ground and broke. But had the mattresses been there, it wouldn't have. Right? Or Kadam Vesilkan. Or if the guy himself takes the ele- fast elevator down and moves it himself. Patur? My time, huh? So in this case, right, the guy who threw it is Patur. Why? Because at the time when he threw it, it was uh, it was gonna it was gonna stop. Right? So now there's a funny case. The bottom line is I'll give you a real case. Let's say the guy on top of the roof has a string to his pillow on the bottom. 
So he chucks it off, pulls the string, the pillow moves away and it damages. He meets the guys and says, guess what, I'm not paying for your radio. Why? Because when it comes to the throwing off, I, the, no, there was, a, there was a mattress there. And when it comes to the landing, I didn't damage you, I just caused the damage by taking away something that was going to save it. That's a groma. So he's totally patur. says, a little more gory, he throws the kid from the top of the roof. Ubach, someone else catches it, but he catches him with a knife. So he kills him. If ten guys hit him with ten sticks, they all patur because each one could say, I didn't do it, I did part of it. Right? And if they hit at different times, then the last guy is chayav, the guy who actually caused him to die. Because he made his death come closer, according to Bidam and We have a new case. Let's say you threw a kid from the top of the roof, and a shore came and, a, and impaled it on its horn. between these two rabbis. Why? So, the only thing you might have to pay over here is you might have to pay uh, kofer for your animal killing it. So, if we say that you pay the value of the damage, so then damage value is the kid. is the kid. You'd pay for that. But if you pay the value of the damager, over here the damager is the shore. And therefore you can be patur. No, if it's, if it's a damage G, no, I'm sorry. If it's a damage G, then you're patur. Why? Because since the, 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 the baby was in the air, the baby's worthless. It's like a dead baby. Mm-hmm. But oh, if it's a damager, then you'll pay. Kofar. The, the owner will pay. Next case. Now, this case you have to use your imagination. I am not usually I do the imagination for you. In this case I'm gonna to have to leave it for you guys to do your own imagination how a case like this can happen. But there's a fellow who is standing on the top of the roof and he falls off and he ends up landing and having relations with a lady. Okay? In the landing he's having relations with a lady. What was he doing? What was she doing at the time? That's your own imagination what they were doing. Okay? So the guy was standing on top of the roof. And he falls into a lady, he has to pay for all those four things. Right? And in the case of a Yevama, which means, let's say the lady sitting on the floor, lying there over there in that position, was his sister-in-law, who was waiting to do me. And we know that it works, whether you did it on purpose or by accident. You would think, that this is a case of by accident, and therefore you should be you should be married to her, Mabruk, Mrs. So and So. No, she's not. Why not? Because when we said by accident, it means that you intend to have relations with a different girl, and really it turns out that it was uh, Thelma. But the fact that you're not having intended to have relations at all, that's not that's we don't go that far when it comes to. You need some, you need intentions for relations. You don't need intentions for relations with Thelma, but you need intentions for relations in general. Okay? Aval, right? 
Boshet, you don't have to pay for the embarrassing her. Because Boshet, you don't pay unless you have in mind. If you fell from the roof, with an uncommon wind, right? Any damage, any embarrassment on the fall, you don't have to pay for, to pay for all four things because you didn't intend to, to hurt anyone. But it was a normal wind, so you could expect to fall off with a wind like that, and you damage and you embarrass somebody, then you chayav because you expect it to fall. But your patur on boshet because boshet you didn't have in mind to embarrass. Even But what if in the air he flipped over? He saw he was falling and he flipped over in the air in order to fall, particularly on this fellow. Chayav ala boshet. Then you chayav a boshet. The time because we learned. Pasuk says, and you send your hand out when two guys are fighting, and she you send your hand out, she sends out her hand and she grabs him and she embarrasses him. Now, why does it say she sends out his hand? Don't we know that she grabbed him? Obviously, why does it say send your hand and grabbed him? She intended to damage him. She didn't really intend to embarrass him. But since you intended to damage your chayav, even on the embarrassing as well. Here's a new case where you left on a guy's chest a coal. And the guy should have gotten up and just gotten burnt. But he leaves it there long enough till he dies. Okay? Patur, you patur, because he should have gotten up. Al if you leave it on the guy's coat. When it's snuff and it burnt, then you chayav because uh, the reason why he didn't get rid of it is because he said, "Okay, you put it on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna charge you for it. I don't care. You can let it burn it." I'm Rabbi Rasa. Shavayo Tanini. They both mentioned in their Mishnah. Al dibo. Ur. We said a case in the in Sanhedrin. If there was a guy and we we pushed him into the fire and held him down, or we held him down in the water, if the guy couldn't get out because I'm holding him down, chayav yechayav as a yechayav as a murderer. Patur, if I threw him into the water and he could have swam out and he didn't, then I'm patur because I didn't kill him. Big door that Tanan Kara et Kisuto Ushveri Kili Chayav. Or he said, if a guy goes over to your friend and he says, rip my clothes or break my vessel, the damage is still Chayav. Even if he's asking for it. Yeah. Because <coughs> I didn't have in mind when I told you to do it. I didn't have in mind to tell you to, I, I would be Mochel. I told you, I said, listen, you can rip it and pay. I didn't tell you. Why would someone tell me to rip it for you know, let's say I, I, I give you an example. This time I'll do the imagination for you. Last time it was your job to do the imagination. Let's say the guy was with you, Ralph, watch your step. I'm going to rip that coat of yours. You're going to rip it. Go ahead. I like that. Yeah. Right? Not I'm not telling you I'm going to give you free. I just, okay, rip it. I'm going to send you the bill. You know? Okay? So, but if he says uh, you can be patur, then you patur. If the guy claims that I had a mind to be patur, then he patur. Okay, good. Now, by your Rabbi's question, if you left a, 
a gechelet on your slave's thing in the Evakani and he died. Mahu kigufodami or kimamonodami. Do we say that it's like your body? Since he can get it off, he's about to always say, no, it's like the money. And therefore, in other words, an Evid itself, is, it, is your Evid, if someone left it on your Evid, do we say it's like you left it on your coat because your Evid's your money, and therefore you're going to have to pay for the Evid? Or do we say, no, it's, since he can get up, it's, it's like, he didn't get up, I'm going to be Patur. If you claim it's like your body and your Patur, what about on your ox? Do we say your ox also can get up? The Gemara ends up saying that you put it on your slave, it's like your body and your patur. But you leave it on your ox, it's like your money and your chayav. Hadran Allah gets it on a regal. Okay, Rabbi we have 10 minutes left. Be'ezat Hashem. We will begin, we will be giving, we will be starting Perek HaMeniach. Perek HaMeniach was the Perek I learned in 6th grade. I think this is the last time we actually uh, went through it. Okay. Says the Mishnah. The guy leaves his jug in public property. And another fellow comes and trips on it. And he broke it. Patur. The tripper is Patur because he left it in Rishut Okay. Let's say the guy who tripped got damaged because of the thing of tripping. The owner of the barrel is chayav in the damage. I remember Rabbi Friedlander who taught me, my Rabbi who taught me in sixth grade. He asked us a question. He says, what question, boys, are you supposed to see from this Mishnah? We didn't know what he's talking about. He says, look. He says, it starts off talking about the owner of the jug. The guy leaves the jug, and it ends off talking about a barrel. He says, well, was it a jug or was it a barrel? It seems funny, right? It starts with, and it ends off, Bala Chavit, the owner of the barrel, Chayav in his class to pay if the guy got hit. What's going on? It says, You started off with a jug, and you ended off with a barrel. Tonight we learned in the Mishnah, if two guys are walking down King's Highway, this guy's walking with his barrel, and this guy's walking down King's Highway with his beam, right? If the jug broke with this guy's beam, right? Patur, your patur. That case also. In that case, you started with a barrel, and you ended with a jug. In our Mishnah, you start with a jug, you end with a barrel. In this case, you start with a barrel, you end with a jug. Another case where a guy's walking with his barrel of wine. This guy's coming with his jug of honey. If they got a crack in the honey barrel, by the way, honey is worth more in the olden days than wine. So you got a crack in the barrel of the honey. And the other guy says, Oh, Hazit, this guy's losing all his valuable honey. He spills out his wine. And he saves the honey. Okay? He only has the right to his schar, 
which means he does not have the right to charge the other guy for his wine, wine because the guy didn't tell him to smell his wine. It's nice that he did it. I'll pay you for your scar as a worker. Okay, you worked for me for 20 minutes. Okay, so I'll pay you worker minimum wage for 20 minutes, but I'm not paying you for the, for the, for the thing that I didn't tell you. In this case also, patach bekad v'siyem bechavit, you also started with a jug and you ended with a barrel. Amra, Papa, Papa answers. Hainu kad, hainu chavit. Both kad and chavit both indicate the same thing. Which means people have two names for the same, same item. They call it a cup, they call it a glass. It doesn't mean anything. But here too, kad and chavit the same. So the gemara. the so the, according to according to Rapapa, Rapapa says the Gemara was trying to teach you a big important rule that a, a jug is a barrel. Gemara says, what, why is it important for the Tana to teach us this rule that when you say jug you could mean barrel? What halachic ramifications come out of that? Says the Gemara, the Mecca comes from buying and selling, which means that if you come to me and you say I want to buy a jug. And you, uh, you come to me afterwards, and I say, oh, where's my jug? I say, oh, here you go. And I hand you a barrel. You can't say, hey, I said jug. No, from here, from this mission that we see, it's the same. That it's the same. Let's see. says, oh, how does that work? If I tell you about if we're in a town where nobody calls a kad a chavit, and no one calls a chavit a kad, so I can't give, then I can't give Mike the other one, because I—that's not what we specified, right? Lo tzricha, the ruba karale kada with the chavita chavita. We're in a town that most people call kada kad, and they call chavita chavit. The ikanam, but there are some fellows to karale chavita kada kada chavita. Some fellows who switch terms. Maud tema, I might have thunk. Zeal about the number, we go by the majority. And therefore, Mike can say to the rabbi, hey, the majority of people call it what it was, I want a jug, I don't want a barrel. Come on, come to teach you now. When it comes to money, <coughs> we don't go with the majority, and therefore I can tell Mike, okay, it's nice that you're part of the majority of people who call a, a, a jug, a jug, and a barrel, a barrel, but I happen to be one of the 20% of people who call, who interchange them, and I was interchanging when I was talking to you, so you're the proud owner of a chavit. Sorry. So we said in the second case, in the safe of the Mishnah, we said, If I left my barrel there and somebody tripped on it and and he, he broke it, your patur. Am I patur? Why is he patur? He should have looked where he's going. Why'd you walk into my barrel? I'm reading the Beirav. They say in Rav's yeshiva, Mishmei the Rav in Rav's name, Bimala Rishut Arabim Kula Chaviot. You're right. Really, you have to, you're Patur. I'm sorry, really, you'd be Chayav. You should look where you're going. But here we're talking about the reason why you're, you're Patur here is that the guy filled the whole King's Highway with barrels. And therefore, where do you want me to walk? He didn't leave room for me to walk. You're right. I'd be chayav if there was a way we wouldn't get around, but no. That's according to Rav. Shmuel Amar Shmuel says no. The Mishnah is talking about a case where it was dark. Yes, during the day, you're going to have to move away. According to Shmuel, 
any time during the day, you chayav. Not Yochan says, but Karen Zavit. Yochan says, we're talking about when, right when you turn the corner. If you put a barrel right when you turn the corner, there's no way I could see it, and that's why I am patur. Amara Papa, Papa wants to say, The Mishnah fits well like Shmuel who says it was dark, or Rabbi Yochanan says it was a corner. Like Rav, not. Why? Says Papa, if Rav was right, that we're talking about a case where the guy filled King's Highway from one side to the other, full of barrels, if that's the case, guess what? Why would the Mishnah say a case where the guy tripped on the barrel? The Mishnah could have said a case where the guy broke the barrel. You cover the whole King's Highway. I'm breaking a barrel to get through. The fact that it says you tripped must be it wasn't the case like Rob that it was all full. Are you following or no? Yes. That's your papa statement. Amar Abzvid Mishmeid Rava. Revzvid, in the name of Rava, says, No, don't tell me that the Mishnah is applying against Rav with the fully full King's Highway case. Why? I could tell you, really. The whole king's rav was right, and the whole king's highway was full of barrels. So then, why did you say a case of tripping? You should have said a case of of breaking. Really, who Really, we could have said breaking also. You're right. So then, why do you say a bigger chidush? Say breaking is a bigger chidush than tripping. He said, no. You know why he said a case of tripping? I did divine the sefer since I want to say in the sefer of the Mishnah. Which means like this. The Mishnah wants to have two cases. Case one where the guy tripped, and case two where the guy fell and got hurt. So we, if we mention the case of cracking the barrel beforehand, then if after you crack the barrel you trip on it, then it's your problem. Because you are the one who did it to yourself. If you tripped on it and then you fell, then the other guys in Michael have to pay. Like we want they want to say that one case. So I can tell you really the case was the whole case I was full of barrels. Oh yes, so why don't you say a case of breaking? I didn't I couldn't say a case of breaking. I didn't want to say a case of breaking because I wanted to lead into the next case where the guy got hurt. And then you're only Chayav to make him get hurt. The guy tripped not the guy broke it. Did you follow that or no? No. Again, let's follow this, okay? Ra- Rav says we're talking about a case where the whole case I was full of barrels. That's why you have to pay, right? Because otherwise you'll go around the barrel. Right? No, it was awful. The question doesn't sound like that. Because it was talking about a case where the whole thing was full of barrels. You don't have to... I think it was at night. Th- that was Shmuel. Shmuel's answer. And the other one says around the corner. That's Rabbi Yochanan's answer. Wait a second. Around the corner, meaning out meaning, of sight. Right, 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 right. So when you turned the meaning corner, the it was right boom, there. Right there. Yeah. That's three answers. Says Rabbi Papa, the answers two and three are good with the mission. Answer one's no good. Why not? Because if you filled the whole thing with barrels, the mission wouldn't say, tell you a case where you just tripped on it and broke it. Even if I took a baseball bat and broke it on Patur. Where do you want me to go? So it must be that it wasn't full of bat full. Okay. Must be that that's not the case. Okay, right. And the, 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 the comeback of Rosvid is not necessarily. Could be I could tell you it was full of barrels. And you know what? I could have taken a baseball bat. And the Mishnah could have told me a case of baseball, baseball too. So why don't you tell me the bigger chidush? Tell me the baseball bat case. No. I told you the less chidush because I want to lean into the next case. The next case of the Gemara is where the guy tripped and, and, and hurt himself on it. 
Now, if you hurt yourself when you, if I whacked the baseball bat, that's your problem. Then, 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 then the, I couldn't, I couldn't segue into the next case. The only yeah. reason why I said the case of tripping is because I want to be able to segue into the next case. And really, Rav is still cool. You following that? Okay. We're stopping over here at Amr Lei, Rav Abar Rav Ashi. Okay. So we a little off from finishing the dot.